All right, you're listening to the Cutthroat Cast. I'm your host at Pal Crisol. We got at Patty from Cut, and joining us again, Charlie. Have you changed your your handle at all recently? Is it still good old C Crab at seventeen? Still C Kravitz 17. Uh, uh, maybe one day I'll. Someone, there's actually someone who owns Charlie Kravitz on Twitter. If you're listening to this podcast, says you've been a member since 2011. You've never tweeted. I would love that handle. It would be great for uh, synergy for my uh, non existent brand. If you want to get cutty with it, you know, they can just go after them. Like cut the people, the people who listen to this podcast, Sonny, you know who you are. Go ahead. You know, tweet at that Charlie Kravitz guy, and we'll try to get that handle for you, right? We'll get it handled. That's, that's how. We'll get the oh. cutthroat army on it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Your army of simps have my back. There we Very go. Very appreciated. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how we do it here. All right. So how's it going? What's, what's you new? You got, you know, you got debatable now. How's debatable been going? You know, I think it's actually a pretty good show. It's not, so like, here's the thing. I was used to doing a show on TV. Doing shows on ESPN is awesome. You have a built-in audience base. I like hopped on the Levitard bandwagon who has his rabid fan base, which is all of you guys, which is Absolutely. great. I, yeah. I love that. And like, I was, I was so happy to be put into this community and work on this show. And you know what? HQ had to end. Poppy wanted to retire. Dan wanted to make $50 million. How am I supposed to judge him for that? That is fucking dope. But we had to make a show for the internet that was a spin-off of that. And we got to build it around Foxworth and Pablo. So if you haven't listened, this is the closest. And the only, this is my elevator pitch to anyone who hasn't heard about Debatable. This is the closest an ESPN show can be to not being an ESPN show. You get actual personality from Foxworth and Pablo. This is how they actually feel about the stories. There's not any, any spice on top of that. It's just them. And Pablo's jeans. And Pablo's jeans. And I get to fucking roast them all the time and they get to make fun of me. So it's for that alone is incredibly fun for me. I really love the projector aspect of it as somebody who, you know, knows a thing or two about turning on a projector. I just love how you, you know, you get the little slides in there real nice and neat and they're so quick. And I'm like, how the prep work on this is impeccable. Okay. So I have learned so much about, what it would be like to be a teacher now and how impressive it is. Cause we have, um, I'm sure you know this, we have like one of those like bent arm cameras that you can place down at a, mm-hmm. at a screen. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize that's what projectors are now. It's back in my day. It was like, you know, back in my day, the like a huge I'm cart. Good. Yeah. The huge the, cart with the, with the crane on it. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. It. yeah. And I was like, this is great. You can just put things on cards now and film them and project them out. Um, so yeah, you know, props to all the teachers out there, pal inc- included for, uh, Making it easy for the kids. There we go. You know, we, we try our best, you know, pay the teachers, as they say. That's right. Right. That's awesome, though. No, yeah. And I've, I've enjoyed watching it. You are, you're not kidding when you're saying it's the closest, it's like the furthest thing from like your typical ESPN show and you do have personality because it's the one thing I definitely like, at, you know, obviously I'm teaching during that time, but I have to go back at the end of my day and I just fling it on the old, good old ESPN app and it's right there for me all the time. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's a solid show. So, I hope we keep getting viewers and we keep get to do it for, for a long time, as long as uh, all of us are with the network, because it's fun to do. It's something I actually would have loved to do with uh, Dan and Bomani back in the day. They would have been awesome at that. Just letting it rip for an hour without commercials. Yeah. Yeah. And then you like using the live Twitter aspect of it has been really cool too. And 
think you guys have been doing a good job of drawing attention in that way and kind of getting fan engagement in. And again, when you see your tweets projected on there, right here, this guy, I've had my show, my tweets projected on there, you know, it's really cool to see. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all learned that, uh, you know, strength in numbers and the audience and you guys, the fans of our old show are funnier than we are. So we're watching. And then when you guys pipe in and roast them, I'll read it every time. So that's if to our cutthroat audience, if you want to roast down, Oh, and I will read it. Okay. Hold on. Say that one more time. Cause you, you cut, you cut out like right when you said to the cutthroat <laughs> audience and then it just cut you out to the cutthroat audience. If you guys want to roast Pablo Torre and Dominique Foxworth, tweeted at the show at debatable or at C Kravitz 17 and I will read it on on air the meaner the better but not too go. mean hashtag cutthroat that's that's what's up that's what's up go ahead debatable ESPN we got Charlie Kravitz but also joining us right now at Morgan from Oz told you she I told you she was right around the corner she was somewhere around here hi Morgie hey friends hey, what's hi, up, Morgan? it's good to hi, see Charlie. you good How to see you guys I'm real good real good Love it's it. a sunny day in Melbourne. Just, just <laughs> pretending to be at work, hiding in my car. As you it's do. it's a Survivor Wednesday. Premieres it today is. here in the it's, US. It's a, it's a Survivor Thursday. I'm very excited to avoid social media for the rest of the day, and then watch tonight. Very exciting. It is very exciting stuff. I I'm gonna do a better job of keeping up with this one. You know, tons yeah, of yeah. I, I, you couldn't do a worse job, could you? No. I couldn't, but I'll do a better job because I've been my my reality TV game right now has been impeccable. Real Housewives okay. of Potomac, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, some episodes of New York. We're talking all of Summer House. We're talking all of Love is Blind. I've been on a roll and I'm waiting for Billy right. to get here because I want to because I know he might watch Summer House, too. So I have a I have a Summer oh, House okay. related question for us coming up in the show. Oh, and I wanted yes. to talk a little bit of Love is Blind because he's he's just really in the know on the on like their Instagrams and like Shake's Instagram specifically. He had some knowledge he dropped on the show today this morning. Oh, I I I listened to a Love is Blind podcast yesterday. Go you know, on. Just really getting down into the weeds. Um I I think there's like something about I don't know. We've got the receipts. It was um Lauren from episode uh, from season 1 of Love is Blind who married Cameron and is still married to Cameron. Um, yeah, she has a podcast. It went for a whole three episodes, riveting stuff. Um, so, like, the first episode was, like, a preview. The second episode was just about the show. The third episode was um, it had uh, Dietz and Natalie on. So it was interesting. Did they give any juicy nuggets, any juicy little morsels, anything there? No, not really. No, okay. no, if you if you if you watched the um like the aftermath, whatever it's called. Reunion. No. Yeah, the reunion. Love it. Love well, whatever reunion. that was, that tr the the train wreck that was the reunion. Um, then no, you didn't need to really listen to the podcast. But um yeah. It's cool. How do you how'd you I like feel the show, about though. it? Was, I I I did like this show. Honestly, it was the it was way cheesier this season, I felt this time around. But they had some strong characters. Charlie, how'd you how'd you feel about it? So I'm gonna disappoint you guys. I haven't watched season two of Love Is Blind yet, but don't worry, I I, I can be spoiled. I had uh, you know, Bachelor Bachelor and Summer House season is tough for me. 
That's mm-hmm. uh, that's just locking in three hours a week of reality TV. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, you got to you know you got to sprinkle in some actual reality TV, some some uh, NBA throughout the week. Um, caught up on Too Hot to Handle. Been watching Below Deck, Sailing Yacht. So I'm just I'm a little bit inundated, but I will. I promise I will get to Love Is Blind season two. To me, that's almost like I know this is gonna sound really really weird, but I, as someone with who loves low quality, high standard television. Or it's high quality, low standard television. I got that back backwards. Love is Blind is actually kind of good, which is like sort of a mind fuck with reality TV. Like it's actually like a, sort of an interesting thought experiment. Mm-hmm. And so I almost put that as like a prestige tier above the other things that I, you know, watch to, uh, you know, turn off my brain and have have a good, like, good chuck. It's just something actually, about that. Is Netflix- a decent, sorry, go ahead. It's, sorry, it's actually a decent experiment and it does appear to work. Yeah. And I think that that's what sets it aside from like, these well, well they're not coupled up by producers so like that that or like they're not picked out specifically to like find somebody who you'll absolutely hate um yeah and because because there's whatever 15 of them and they speed date against all, like all of them at the same time at the start they kind of pick their own person and then like i think the experiment at its core is a good one and it does appear to be successful and it's just when you add in all the outside elements that it starts to fall apart. Um, but yeah, I agree. It, it's like a, it's almost like not trashy enough. Yes. I will say the fact that season one had two couples that are still together and like ostensibly mm-hmm. married, like yeah. you've like overcome 30 seasons of The Bachelor already. Your success rate's already hitting higher than that, which is like, it shows that it's it's doing a better job than, than normal yeah, well, reality TV. Survivor does a better job at getting married couples than The Bachelor does. Yeah. Challenges, you know, they're working at it. X on the Beach has a, you know what? X on the Beach, the season one, which is, I consider one of like the goat seasons of like any reality TV show I've ever seen in my entire life because it's just no direction, complete chaos, just wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I love that season. Uh, You know, Corey and uh, what's her name? Taylor. Still going strong, you know, the problematic one, but they're having problematic baby number two. So <laughs> all's good, right? Uh, lo- you know, love a little married couple. I started watching Love is Blind Japan. My eyes got a little mm. tired from reading a little bit, but it was interesting because like they, they had no idea what was happening. So they were a little more timid going into the experiment. So that was kind of cool. I've actually heard that like uh, Love is Blind Japan and then like Too Hot to Handle Brazil are better than the American versions in the sense that they aren't like predisposed to try and make themselves influencers on reality TV. So you get sort of like a, a slightly more retro feel of people who are like actually in on the experiment rather than just trying to become famous, which is, which is nice that that harkens back to the golden era of real world and challenge and survivor. And et cetera, I was et cetera. definitely getting that feel from it. Definitely. Hi, Billy. Sorry. You were just having him hang out right here. Hey, Joining no, us on the show at, at Billy Gill. Sorry. I was uh, late. No, it's okay. We were talking you know, a little bit of Love is Blind, kind of talking about how the experiment is, is successful. And then Charlie was putting this show in a tier above reality television. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, having having not watched it. Having not watched it. Yeah. Having watched I've, season one. Just season you one. didn't watch season two yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, my God. Charlie, it's so good. Yeah, it's so it's much so better good. than season one so much the character the characters they're like legit characters shane alone 
I didn't want <laughs> to watch season two just because I saw season one and I was like, eh, like I wasn't super into it. I season two is incredible, incredible. Mm -hmm. And it like, it builds up even to the reunion where the reunion is normally like a skip and it's like explosive. It's so good. The oh reunion. my God. The way you I, like, the way you broke down Shake today, did you hear his breakdown of Shake today and what he did to Nick Lachey? Not, not yet. So I've been okay, avoiding okay. anything that's tagged uh, Love is Blind because, okay, guys, give me, okay. give me seven days and I will have watched the entire series and we'll have takes on this. Yes. Seven days, dude. You will knock this yeah. out in two days. I knocked it out. That. I knocked it out in two. I, I swear to God, that. I did. I, yeah. I, yeah. I was Charlie, upset I had to wait like two weeks to watch the reunion. That's how good Ooh. it was. Yeah. Oh my god, it was wonderful. all right. I'm pumped. I'm in. I'll no, I'll, yeah. I'll lock in tonight. Okay, Carrie, good. Carrie's gonna be so mad at me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sitting up at like 1:30 this morning watching because I don't respect like the fact that she has like you know a real job that's not producing television and like you know fucking around all day. What so, does like, she do? If you she's don't mind me okay, asking. she she's a consultant who does education policy. So like the America Cares Act, she's working on implementing that with states oh, yeah. and stuff. And so like. She's doing actual altruistic work that takes like mm. a lot of thought and stuff. And meanwhile, I'm like refreshing Twitter being like, huh, did you see what fucking Kyrie said today? Crazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find for you guys the name of a reality show uh, that I watched one episode of so far on Netflix. Um, and it's in Spanish, but I, I have the subtitles on. Oh, I was going to start Acapulco Shore this week. Sorry. No, oh, dude. Acapulco Shore is so good. I watch I, it on Pluto TV all the time. The thing is, is that they don't update it, but they finally got their own channel. Like there's oh, the Acapulco Shore yeah. channel, and then there's the Super Shore that's on like the MTV Latino or whatever. So this show, I, I'm signing in right now to Netflix. This show has something uh, that's supposed to be a lie detector, but they call it the eye detector. And they oh, basically just determine if someone's Absolutely. lying or not based on what their eyes are doing when they're asking Ooh. them the questions. So it's yeah. kind of like the truth booth. On, it's uh, yeah. Are you the one the with the lasers? The, the, truth booth. the lasers, right? Yes. They just like read you up and down and you just know like, oh, okay, this is the well, it's super legit perfect match. You know oh, wait, they're not a perfect match. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, just that. I was always like, that has to be so accurate when they're putting their hands on their hands and like, that thing and it's just like oh on the ipads through. yeah i loved i loved how angry the host would get like week six week seven when it's like still three guy, lights ryan devlin before they yes, replaced him. yes yes yeah. him specifically like guys enough i think like, they, i think they probably chairs. replaced him because he was he was too combative with the contestants <laughs> but he you know what but he never lost on uh, they never lost the money on his watch okay so mm -hmm. he he could have at least you know been like I got I produced results for the cast. And maybe that was the problem. They okay, this to... show this show's called Love Never Lies is the name of it. <laughs> and from the episode up oh, dinner's ready. From the episode that I've watched, uh the way that it uh the way that it seems to work is they have again, I've only seen one episode. They have these couples come on and all of them have trust issues and do not trust their partners, right? So the first episode they go into the eye detector test, right? where they're asked the question, and if they lie, they, they get money. If they lie, they lose $1,000 of the bank that everybody gets. If they tell the truth, they get $1,000. Mm -hmm. 
The thing is, is that they do the reveal in front of everyone. So there's absolutely no benefit to lying because you lose money. The truth comes out anyway. And now everyone's just upset with you. But it's all like people with trust issues like, have you cheated on me more than three times? And then they'll be like, yes. And then it's like, well, at least you were honest with me. It's like, no, like this person's cheated on you three times. What are we celebrating here? It's a great wow. show. Wow. It's like they've accepted, like, I'm going to hear some hard truths, but at least I'm getting honesty after well, years love. of... That's love true. never lies. I just, <laughs> I just wrote down love never lies with multiple stars on this wait, random I would, people. I'm going to write it down in orange. But wait, wait for that. Don't make that like your top thing. Like get to Acapulco that Shore. Acapulco yeah. Shore first. Definitely. I think it's love, love is blind. Right love is blind. Now, blind. Yeah, yeah, love is blind. But I've got to go with that thing that Vanessa was telling uh, on the reunion, the new show that's going to be on netflix i think Ooh, I, I yes yes the one that was played at the end of it is it is it out yet or is it coming out like it's I'm, coming out i'm all in I i'm all in for that that looks good I'm, like it, it looks but it looks good because it looks bad like it's a bad concept not going to be successful they're not, they're so not too bad at reality TV. i applied for the circle yep. mm. oh did you yeah i just did over the weekend and i applied for uh um, i'm applying for love uh love island as well there's too Let's many go. seasons of uh, no, I look, Circle. You know, like, there's two like, to. back to back. I only saw like the second one. I don't think I saw the third one. There's a third. Okay, I haven't even seen. They, it. they released it like like within a month two. of each other. I think. I was like, yeah. Oh, I must have missed that one then. I haven't even seen them. Literally in my application, I was just like, you know, I was like, this is me, my social media experience. But if I'm being completely honest, I saw Ed get on the challenge, and I'm just being upfront with you guys. That's where I envision myself. So I'll do whatever it takes to get on the challenge. I'll win this show to get on the challenge. That's so what I told them. You, you know, my theory, you know, your theory, how you want to run TJ's final. Yeah. I think Ooh. my, my TJ's final is ending up at a party on summer house. Ooh. I think I can do it. I think I can make it to Montauk and get in the background Whoa. shot of one of those parties in the Ooh. next 24 months. I just think, I think there's enough connections out there that I can somehow score an invite. Hold on. I got to write that down there too. Charlie's Lofty goals. I, like I actually think background. that's more realistic than, than getting on the challenge. Right. And like, yeah, you got to be and kidding me. You have time too, because like, it seems like there's really a wide age range at these parties and on this show. Cause Kyle just turned 39. Right. right. God, so like yeah, he's been, it, that's the wild, that's one of the wildest parts. It, and he looks every bit of it. Okay, so I just finished season one of the show, and like it. literally today, oh. and it's insane. I I am in love with you. No, you haven't. No, I, you and know. I haven't. And I know you guys keep telling me it keep you keep better. telling me it gets better, and I'm like, I, I don't know up. how it's gonna get better. It sounds right. rude, but once we lose the work as twins, it gets better. No, that's that's literally okay. yeah, a lot right. better. That's the awesome. truth. Yeah, you, no lies told there. But bringing up Summer House, that reminds me, I did have a question uh, for Charlie and Billy here in a little fun game that we can all play. You know, let's build our own little sports Summer House. So I was thinking, who in sports would we like to see in a Summer House? So just right off the back, L. Duncan and Mikey C. Obvi, you know, that's a tag team for just a good time right there. So, uh, but I'll let you guys kind of take the floor. I, I have some, some pretty decent, okay, actually my favorite one that I did want to bring up, like my most serious one, was Pat Mahomes, his fiance, and his brother? Oh my God! Because you need you need a you need a couple, right, in the house, and they're engaged. So it's kind of like an Amanda Kyle situation. And then his brother's just there filming TikToks, like by the pool, like on the balcony, you know, the, just in the sick ass house. So that's my like top choice going in. But uh, you guys, uh, Char who wants this first, Charlie or Billy? So 
I have a Good, question. Billy, go, you go ahead. Are, are you guys watching the uh, the current season, or you, you're I'm all caught catch up. all the way up? I'm all the way caught up. I've been like binging it for like the last few weeks. So, yeah, and I've only seen the first season. But so you're not watching live. You're just going to catch up eventually. Yeah, I'm just going to catch up. Like, yeah, hopefully within like the next couple weeks or so. Oh, that I did it over the summer actually, and I didn't know Charlie turned me on to it. Such a good show. I was pissed off because I was watching it on Peacock, and then for whatever reason, for like two days, they all just disappeared. And I was like in the middle of season three, and I'm like, this is this is unacceptable. I need to know what happens here. And then they came back, thankfully, so I was able to catch up. Do you guys watch? Sorry to change the subject. Do you guys watch any of the Below Decks or no? I was yes. I, I'm, that's my like ne- one of the next shows on my list. So right now I'm like watching the Real Housewives of Potomac, which has been really good. Hmm. But I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna transition my way over to Below Deck because I've been seeing that and I'm like and I heard you talk about it a little bit and I was like I've only mm-hmm. seen Med. That's so the only ones I've seen. So if I may, as a uh, connoisseur of Below Deck, love Kate Chastain. She was on the original Below Deck. She was on the first seven seasons of the regular Below Deck absolute gem and she's hilarious the show sort of drops off a tiny bit after that but if i can direct you to any below deck below deck sailing yacht skip the first no skip the first season go straight to season two it's on season three right now below deck season below deck sailing Yacht season two is like on the mount rushmore of reality tv seasons and it's okay I i won't spoil it but the fact that like the showmances that are there are so intense and short and they like hit a home run with this cast it is incredible is there any carryover from season one because i got okay so i binged all below deck med mm-hmm. and then i started watching below deck sailing because the chef was the same chef from from one or two of the seasons of below deck med and i i couldn't get i like by episode two i was like uh, i need something yeah. new so they taught they tossed the entire cast they keep the captain really? They toss the entire cast, toss the chief stew, toss like, um, you know, the first mate and they bring in a totally new cast and they hit a home run with the second cast. Like the, the first mate, his name is Gary, <laughs> Gary, Gary, perfect Gary's, first mate a, name. Gary's a fucking wild man. Really? And like, and the thing is, it's like, he's so they're They're also like good at their job on that one. Cause like, there's so much work to actually sail this, this like 60 foot boat. Being good at the job is not necessarily high on the list of things I need from the cast of Below Deck. In fact, so it's, just, usually it's, it's extra though, right? Yeah, no, it so, usually makes it worse. No, the <laughs> thing is, like, I, I think that, but it makes like the actual inner cast conflict better when some of them are good at the job and some of them are shitty. Because it's like these are real things that like make it more human. That's what you need is you need the, the like one or two people in different departments to take it very, very seriously. Yes. And then the like two or three fuck ups that do not take it seriously at all and are just driving them crazy. Oh, exactly. That that's where the realness comes in because we've all been there with those jobs, right? Right. Either, yeah. In either role, sometimes, you know. If you listen to a recent episode of Stupidity, I talk about how I used to, you know, call in sick. So. Oh my god! I mean, my nice first plug. job, I might have been the worst employee of all time. So, right really? there with what, you. What was it? What was the job? <laughs> I was told you I was a private investigator. Ooh. It was for. It was no for eight way. months before I was left to be an intern at Ride Home Projects, and like, uh, you end up having like. Were you check like checking mainly for like affairs and stuff like that? No, no, not even that. You're basically checking if resumes are like. Oh, that's. You're bad. hired by like executive search firms or law firms to do research. It's not exciting whatsoever. Uh-huh. Um, but like, you basically, 
you're a consultant with a camera outside of anybody's house to make sure that they're not lying about like their sciatica. Oh my God. I was just like Googling. Did you actually graduate college this year? Let me check national clearinghouse, things like that. And when I mean, I mailed it in, I was an all time bad employee. And <laughs> I, I pissed off everyone. So I feel it. I'm trying to That's really when below deck down under starts. Did that start already? Oh my goodness. I think it's just on Peacock, but it's the return of Asia, Charlie. She, she was brought back, mm. but this one's in Australia. Ooh, she's, Morgan. She's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she's really good. Who, so, what was the name of her boyfriend? Was it Jack? That guy was the best. I was so sad that they broke up immediately after the season because he had a secret girlfriend at home. Got someone pregnant like right yeah. away. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I was so invested in them as like the kooky couple. Jack, would was, make the, love Jack work. was the perfect like person that did not take his job seriously at all and was driving the like head of his department insane the entire time. Oh, the yeah. The entire time. He was the best. He kept on, they kept on being like, if you weren't such a cool dude, we would have fucking fired you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really, that's actually a good life lesson. If yeah. you're like a reasonably good guy, you can get away with pretty much anything. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's like 100% true. God, isn't that the truth? You know, if you guys like that, you know, might have been like that myself sometimes. You know, once upon a, once upon a time, you know, different life. Hmm. Uh, so do we think about these summer house people in sports? That we oh, might yeah, want to throw in there. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. It's fine. That was I, Honestly, it makes me want to watch Below Deck now and just kind of see how these people could either be shitty at their jobs or not. And, and you, you know what? Pal, I have one uh, one person that I would just like to see just put in the summer house anyway, and I want that to be Fessy. Oh, God. Oh, my uh. goodness. <laughs> Trying to sleep. He would get ostracized so quickly because the women on the, on the show are so much different than they are on the challenge house. Where, like, It's just, I don't know, just wait. I, I, I could just see them all like seeing through it. Like, hey, did he hit on you too? Yeah, he hit on me also. And then like quickly his plan gets foiled and then he's just gonna start like you know telling everyone how he's an introvert like right away like that's just how it would end up i feel like he's this sounds mean but i feel like he's not classy enough to be there while also mm -hmm. understanding that it's still a pretty trashy show and yeah. that's a that's not a bad point that's not a bad point and honestly what really what i loved about this show was just how much alcohol they consume to be yeah. honest i miss it on the challenge i'm you know this was one of the driest. This is probably the driest season we had of the challenge. The most recent one, not All Stars. All Stars was still lit, but um, yeah, that that most recent one. That was really long time. Do you think time. Kyle sells Lover Boy to the production so that he he like? Because there's no way he's taking that for free every week, right? He'd be losing that's, so much. That's money. what I think too. I'm like, how do they just have all of this? Like Lover, is he the only one buying it? it? Like, did he? So, like, I've always wondered. Did he? He. I get the sense that he started this show, like he pitched this show, like Definitely. because he's the main character, and it's always he always gets True. the biggest room. He seems to kind of run shit over there, like he must have pitched this show. To so one hundred percent, he definitely pitched the show, and they definitely have like a you know, it's definitely SpawnCon that they have Lover Boys everywhere. Like I don't know, I don't know if you noticed in the last episode, they had the bucket of Lover Boy on the table at every restaurant they went to. The logos weren't blurred, blurred out. Their cans on the table everywhere, like. Bravo's either invested in the company or has some deal with him because there's no way like they want that product to succeed and 
I'm very sad to say that I tried all of the flavors and only the espresso martini flavors is good. Really? I was going to ask yeah. if anyone, I knew that you had told me that you didn't like it. I was wondering if anyone else in here had tried it because there's none down here in Miami. I was, I, I, I was considering ordering some just to really just to try it. I was like, you know what? They, they deliver. It says it delivers out to California. So why not like try to get a pack and see what, you know, what's it all about? Well, Carl's right? been out in California, I think on like business trips. So maybe you're going to get some soon. Yeah, you know for the espresso martini one. That one's actually actually pretty good. You, you so you tried this one? Yeah. So I was in I was in New Jersey where they they were like you know tri-state area was like the first distribution of this, and I went into um, I went into a liquor store, and I saw that they had like the full array of Lover Boys. It was like you know White Claw, High Noon, Craft Seltzer, ABCD, and I saw the Lover Boy, and I was like holy shit, this is my moment. And I had to buy one of all of all eight flavors. And this is going to be great. I'm going to have these all week on my vacation. And uh, I only made it through the four, four pack of espresso martini ones, which uh, those ones also like a little more bang for your buck, more alcohol, but definitely not in the like low cal seltzer thing. They're like sort of sweet coffee flavored ones, which are pretty good. Hmm interesting okay so then I'll, I'll have to be on the lookout when i if i do order a pack it'll have to be the espresso martini one uh do did we have enough time here to think about some people how fun would chris yeah. cody be in a summer house i thought also like if anybody from the show billy he'd be he'd probably have a good weekend you know just a weekend at the summer house maybe not the whole summer but just a fun little weekend you know it's now that he's promoting these drinks that we see so here and I there. I still haven't figured out what, what the deal with that situation is. I can't figure that out. I can't, I couldn't get a straight answer from him as to whether or not he has some sort of side deal where he's promoting hard seltzer or not. <laughs> also, like, like in, in a jealous way, I'm like, why haven't I gotten any sponsors yet? I want a sponsor. I'll plug whatever, guys. Like, just send me something. <laughs> Okay. I, All right. I always think the same thing. Like, Billy, you need to get Charlie Hume on it as your like media agent to get you sponsorships. Because like so he was sponsored. Media. He was like the you know follower to sponsorship right. ratio. He was off the charts with his like his big dog allegiances. I'm well, on it. He, I'll see. I'll see what got, I can get, what I can find you. He also got his uh his like five episode North Carolina football podcast sponsored by Bojangles somehow. Yeah. And then he, they just stopped like in the middle of it because the football team wasn't good, which doesn't seem like a smart so strategy. Funny. That was amazing. It was, Carolina went him though. He's like, ah, this is Carolina's two and four. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, those five games must have been amazing with that sponsorship, right? Honestly, Charlie Hume, if you're listening, it would have been much funnier if you just did like a terrible season podcast. For sure. <laughs> the most disappointing team in the but, country. But here's the thing. Had he done that, like, I think that's how you could actually become like the podcast of this football team if you want to, mm -hmm. right? Just like stick with it a little bit. And if it's bad, like people are going to want to hear you be on there and complain about it. And I don't know why he pulled the plug on that. I wonder. I think we'll, you have, we'll have him in. on here to ask him all about it. Yeah. Lean in, make it a bit. He should make his Twitter bio that he's a golden tar heel and just be oh, like, I'm a God. golden oh. heel. I'm part of the recruiting for for this uh, for this program. But I believe that he actually could be part of that. You know? <laughs> it's true. I mean, like, he is the number one UNC football fan. Uh, and Pouch, your earlier question, I, I put a lot of thought into this because, like, yes. I don't want to bring anyone into the summer house 
that is a going to be too ripped. Can't be at the pool with someone too ripped. And two is too much of a look at me guy. I want someone who's sort of on my level. Cause I'm not going to be nearly as fun as Kyle or Paige or whoever I'm going back in the time machine. I'm going Wade Boggs. Ooh. Just a pasty drunk Wade Boggs by the way. Yeah. Google what? some Wade Boggs. I thought <laughs> it was Pat Burl. Pat the... Burl, legendary drinking stories, Pat Burl, but Wade oh, Boggs. Sunny episode. You know who in baseball? Nick Swisher. I could see Ooh, Nick yes. Swisher on Summer House. Nick Swisher, Swisher went to Ohio per- State. Perfect last name for it, too. I had a, I also had Ryan Lochte and J.R. Smith. I had J.R. Smith on my list. J.R. is a great one. Jeanette mentioned James Harden. Just get a strip, you know, because the stripper pull and whatnot. Metal World Peace. But he'd be like a, a one weekend outing. I, I kept thinking about like who'd be the one week, like one weekend outing people because they'd just be too much for an entire summer. And Meta Thompson? Meta was there. Ooh. Sneaky good pick. That was a, that's a sneaky underrated, but like it really does make sense that Clay would absolutely have fun at a summer house. Clay also definitely grew up going to like places like the Hamptons. Dude, like he'd Charlie fit right for in. For sure. Charlie could get us into that. I bet you. I've, I've texted almost every all of my friends who still live in Manhattan and go to the Hamptons being like, have you run into these people? Do you know any of them? And I've struck out. So Hugh might be our guy. Do you think that, that like it's all for show or they actually like are about that life? Like, I, I feel like they're not as accessible as they make it seem, you know, like they're not going out to places that like we could just walk up to them and get into. Not, not anymore. Maybe in the earlier seasons, but now I feel like it's just more, you know, they're getting, they're getting beefed up at the bigger houses. Like they're no longer paying the rent for these houses. No right? chance. Yeah. No, no, chance. no way. No how. Anymore. The first couple of seasons they were talking about how they had to split it and how much it would like cost them to do it. And that's, that's since gone away. Yeah. But the thing is they have like a hundred people at these pool parties. Like I could be one of those faceless people in the crowd. I'm, I'm with you, but I also think, cause like I didn't realize it. And like, not to spoil anything, but like in season two or season three, and I guess it's because I don't watch like Southern Charm or any of those other shows and I don't watch like Vanderpump. So I don't know who these people are, but there's people from these other shows just kind of hanging out there mm-hmm. that they will like not really reference. And then like a season or two later, they're hooking up with someone on the cast and then they flash back and show them at the pool party. And you're like, oh, I had no idea who that person was at that party. They were just in the background. Yeah. Winter House kind of helped out a little bit bringing like those two worlds together but i had it was too short winter house yeah 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 we needed we needed more because i need spring break house give it Mm -hmm. to me year round Mm -hmm. fall house yeah just you know always always in rotation just letting letting us know what's going on in their lives lover boy production will be up way up by then probably you know sales will be doing maybe that's why bravo can't do it they can't afford lover boy like they have they with everything else they got going on you know just an just i've been like hitting the bravo train lately and it's just so much like the the, the amount of content i've been consuming is is wild there that's a whole different brand of reality television i've been noticing lately that's been really good i i just went to all of their twitters and their dms are not open because i was going to try and dm kyle on this podcast asking how i become a faceless person in the background he, te- he he liked one of my tweets once it was the highlight of my uh my social media for the past year Ooh, what was the tweet? It was uh it was when who was it? Was it Drake had like certified lover boy come out or something like that? 
that mm. he like dropped at midnight and it was it was called like certified lover boy i think right does that sound right i could be mm-hmm. wrong anyway yeah, something like that. so then everybody was like hashtag certified lover boy taking like screenshots of the thing and i, I just did hashtag certified lover boy and i put a picture of kyle and i tagged him and he oh, liked dude. it like four days later yeah hell yeah <laughs> Really exciting. No, I don't that know why that's I was excited. I think I took a exciting. screenshot and sent it to Charlie. You did, and I, I freaked out. I was like, "This is it's like Billy's about to become Kyle's new best friend." She's great yeah, for me. Nowhere. Chris Gronkowski <laughs> liked one of my great tweets the other day. Really? Yeah, and all of my friends were like, "I had a few friends just even text me like, well, you had a Gronk like your <laughs> like your tweet because I was doing what I was doing this back workout that he had like posted, and you know I oh, nailed okay. it. So it was like." I was like, dang, this is, I was like, I'm, I'm adding this literally to like all of my back days from now on. And, and so he liked it. And I was like, hell yeah. He's so nice. He is, you know, that I think he's like two of my tweets now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I, I can only assume, and you know, I'm a GBF fan, so I'm always cool. there about it. So there you go. I got, I got the shirt to prove it. I saw that. I need to get one of those. It's a sick. I, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a sick shirt. Jeanette and I. We, like we like geeked out about the fact that we ordered them at, at, like within the same hour. I feel like if I get it, I'd have to get a tank top version of it, just like in honor of like Job and Mojo and all of them. But like I don't Show have the off. arms for tank tops right now. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Like this is not. Those are good arms. Yeah, saw those arms short. Yeah, no, those pale. you have good arms. It's like a whole no. Thanks, but need to do you have good work. Ar- you know what's Cortez's arms like I you know he looks he looks pretty he looks in pretty good shape but you know I know you guys had this this whole thing going on this week and and I've been telling him lately hey man you've been looking good and he was just saying like people think I don't have knees because of my shorts but... <laughs> I can confirm Cortez does not have knees <laughs> oh wow you heard it here first on cutthroat he's gonna we have to get him on here now Patty to I, I love oh, yeah, we, yeah, now we need to get Cortez but, I'm texting Charlie so much trying to get him to like ask for an invite to this. I'm like, we've been talking about you. We're talking about your football podcast. <laughs> get him on here. But get I don't want to. I don't want to flat out like tell him like you should come on because I know tell me he's busy. I'm trying to get us to the point where he asks like, let me come on. There we it's go. Not working so far. Oh, yeah. I you, love you, it. I love get it. Get it. So how do you guys feel about the challenge season? Did we all see CT moving like winning this from a mile away? Was it just kind of that evident? I mean, I at least I, I didn't I, like the final. It was it was so long, but like just really weird because of all the rubble. And just, the, I don't the, know. The part with the vault, like the last part where it's just like a memory thing, and then you run back. Like I don't know. I felt like they've had better ends to to finales. It's just, just it, it's also been tough it since lost, World of World season one. It just <laughs> lost so much steam over that season that the finale didn't matter because to me at least because, like. The only interesting character left was CT that uh-huh. I cared about, and at yeah. that point, I was like, I was just divested in in the entire experience. Which is, like that hurts me. I've been watching this show since I was like a wee lad. And- no, but that's so true though, because it, it yeah, it felt like that the whole year. We needed a purge or two, mm-hmm. like we needed a good purge. I kept waiting for a purge, and we didn't get one. And then some of the drama, like it was, just was stale, like through throughout the same episodes. Then we get Nelson eating a pizza, which was fantastic. Like that was one like redeeming thing to like the whole season, but like even the way Fessy got kicked off the show was like, eh. Like we, I want to, yeah. you know, I want to see him. Do, I want the, I want a little bit more. Like what, what, what's going on here? And have you guys seen that they have like a thousand spinoffs coming off, coming out now? Did you guys really? read that article? Yes. Yes. Oh we, yes. We, ta- we talked about the, it a little world, bit on here. Yeah. 
how they're going to have like like the challenge UK, the challenge like CBS is getting the challenge too. Is like I'm I'm curious is it moving away from MTV now? Is that why they're drinking less? Is that what like the experiment was with this season? Is that what it's going to be? Like what's happening there? And it's like is so it's like if the challenge is moving away from MTV is Siesta Key the only, you know, show I'm going to be watching that's on MTV? What what gives? How is Siesta <laughs> Key? Oh, oh god, it's so good. It is it's so good. good. I it's you know, it's highly produced, highly, highly produced. You don't get, you know, your little talking heads, but the they're just when they the the dialogue in season one is so terrible that it's just fantastic. Like the 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 way they talk about drama and go about drama is just really bad. And then like, there's a lot of cheating that happens on this show because like it's just a lot of rich kids and like they don't have no remorse. So it's just, you know, it makes for a, a good time. Season three, the first half was fantastic, and then. They they did a, a D situation with one of the char- with a couple of the characters in se- in the second half of season three, and like it that was really weird and choppy. But season four came back really strong because they like rented this island because of the COVID times, and they were like all out there for a month and they got like drunk and fought and it was just wonderful. And season five premieres this week, so there we are. But it's it, I've really enjoyed it. I I don't see how this show lasts another season after this one because like the, it's getting really contentious amongst the cast. But, and they're just like in Panama City Beach, like partying. Where is this? Where they're in Siesta Key. Siesta Key. What's it called? Sarasota. Yeah, Siesta Key is like by Sarasota. It's like on the the, the west coast of mm. Florida. Good old West Coast. Yeah, I I've often I check out like the I go to Google Maps. I'm like, okay, I need to know what part of Florida I'm in, and then it makes sense because like one of the the like the main guy who like whose dad pitched the show to MTV. He uh he was the one that ended up getting canceled in like the D treatment and then he's not in like the show now, but he um was like totally like getting in the way of, like this relationship and what he was doing. I was like, how is he just showing up to like this college frat party on his boat? And it just turns out that he's able to ride to like Tallahassee from where he's at in Sarasota like pretty easily on his boat and he just shows up to this party on it and it's just like, oh this guy. But it's a it's a good show. Season the, the first season is, you know, there's something special about those where they don't really know what the direction is, so they don't produce it in a certain way. So that's what's kind of nice about season one, where just the drama is really real, and they're a lot the cast is a lot younger, so they're a lot dumber, and they're making dumber mistakes, and they're all cheating on each other. So it, it makes for just a, a spicy situation, you know. Excellent reality TV. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Is my dog getting picked? Is the is the is is Chugan picked up back here snoring? We good? Now nah, we're good. I just saw okay. the DM that you sent, Kyle Charlie. <laughs> you you can you can read it if you want. Please, please Charlie, do. Charlie sent a DM to Kyle and said, "Summer House is the best show on TV. Can I come to one of your parties in Montauk next summer? I could be a great extra in the background." You you know what you need to do, um. You need to like somehow like flaunt like I'm also in the TV business. I feel like we Ooh. can make moves or something like that. Or just Ooh, like yeah, also let's... as an aside, like I work for whatever. Like we're really big in. But the thing is, he doesn't seem like a sports guy, so I don't no, think that he would give a shit about ESPN. I don't. I don't think he would care. I'm sure he'd be like, I am established in the TV business. You are not. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make him think that some you mm-hmm. have to, something to offer him. I think for him to join. yeah. What should my grift be if he somehow hearts this? And res- 
he won't respond, but maybe he'll double tap if I if I send a follow up message. We're just so far away from uh, the next season that I don't know what the move is. Actually, we're, like, not. we're only a couple. Months. We're like we're like four months away from the beginning of the next <laughs> season. Chunky dog. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so sorry to the other people here. I legitimately thought I was just going to be saying hello to Billy and and Charlie. Not that, not that I wouldn't want to say hello to all of you, wow. but I, I, I'm really, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is welcome this to is the Golden Heel Podcast. This yes. is, this oh yeah, is, we were uh, saying how you're a Golden Heel. Yeah, Golden yes. Tar Heel. Oh, okay, okay. I was, I was wondering what the, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that after, after Saturday, without a doubt. How have you been? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm living. You just say good, yeah. You just say good, yeah. You just say yeah. good. I'm, you're doing I'm, good. I'm great. I'm good. I'm good, this. man. Yeah, I'm great, that's good man. to know. That's good to know. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the Zoe I was expecting to to hop on the podcast. So hi. Can we do a Zoe rendition? I can no, keep we, you guys here for another hour or so. No, oh. Zoe. <laughs> we have a two part podcast coming out on Lauer After Hours because we thought it was going to be a one parter about the movie Solo, but yeah, it turned into two parts. Oh lord, uh, Zoe was our guest. So that's, that's that amazing. Goes, that goes, you know, to show you right there. Oh, you're you're unmuted, not the other Sizzo. Oh, there's a, I'm I'm confused. What's happening? I, I don't. Yeah, about Lorenzo, no, yeah, no, we were. Yeah, you, no, yeah. No, I was talking about Loren, I was talking about Lorenzo, but we have another we have another guy in this in the Zoom with the name so as well. So I'm just like seeing what's going on here. Yeah, this is not the first time this happens. People no. have confused me with Lorenzo before. Hmm. My name is Alonzo, not so, but I go by Zo on Twitter. Well, his name's not even really Zoe either. His legal name is Lauren, and then he just oh, decided. Shoot. Yeah, his legal name is Lauren. Says it on his driver's license, and then at some point he started going by Lorenzo, and you know the rest is history. Damn. Now he's on this. Now he's on our podcast. That's it. That's excellent. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. You know? What's up, pal? Pal, pal. What's up, bro? What's up, man? You know, pal. Just pal, Crisol, dude. Just kicking it. That's what I do. Dude. It's your buddy, pal. Yeah, having a good time. I just got a tattoo, guys. So that's pretty oh, yeah. exciting. Yeah, right here. It's the Foothill Mountains right here. I got outside my house. Hmm. So pretty exciting stuff. Why'd you we do that? You know, I'm feeling the urge to leave home and I kind of wanted to take a piece of it with me. So, Where are you going? I don't know. I might, I might start applying for jobs more closer to LA, closer to San Diego. You know, just kind of see what's out there a little bit. You know, branch out a little. Which foothills? Which foothills are those? Out of curiosity, I have the the Glendora foothills. So San Gabriel Valley. So oh. we have the San Gabriel Valley mountains, and then we have our own little, like like our city slogan that I live in in Glendora is called the "We're the Pride of the Foothills." So that's kind of the name. So it's either this or I got the Covina Orange, because I'm like that's, on the that's like that's like southern, like like central, like like you know, outside so, LA, Southern California. I'm I'm about like probably like twenty miles east of downtown. Yeah, I'm like, uh, oh, have nice. you heard of Raging Waters? Maybe, perhaps. It's in the city called San Dimas. It's where they filmed Bill and Ted. So it's like kind of the closest thing that we, we got going on here. We have like a West Covina that's kind of somewhat a big city, but not really. Nice. I was yeah. born in Pasadena. Oh, that's so you're, yeah. Pasadena is like literally a, a 15 minute drive from my house. There you go. Very close Memorial by. Hospital, you know? Wow. Hey. I don't remember anything about it, but, you know, it seems like a nice place. Couple of Southern California kids cutting it up. Look at that, huh? Well, look at this, huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Crazy, crazy. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> you see any good reality television lately, Charlie? 
we heard we heard you oh actually no we we got you here for sponsorships we need you to help billy get sponsored sorry we got off track that's why you are here okay because we heard about this whole bojangles deal could you get bojangles for billy look at Mm. the alliteration is already there Hmm. yeah so i had to just cut uh sponsorship that was that was tate uh that was tate frazier uh you know colleague and a friend uh and a and a fellow uh what, what do you call someone from Golden los Hill. angeles Golden uh sure that angelino and helano do you say do you pronounce the g i don't know i don't angelino typically yeah, angelino. is what okay. they'll call him um you would, well, how so, would you not pronounce the g or a sick dude i don't know if no. you if you and i don't know end. i don't know why i said that We're good. uh so so let's talk <laughs> sponsorships billy i, I mean, miss you dude like, I, I, I miss you yeah, too we, I miss you guys too. So much. I haven't, I haven't talked to you guys in what feels like forever, uh, other than just roasting Lorenzo on the group chat uh, <laughs> the by, every week, which is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Poor guy. Well, so I mean, Billy, it, it's, it feels like there are other people that are in your orbit that are just kind of racking up all sorts of, you know, influencer deals and yeah. things alike. And I, yeah. I don't, I, I you, you to me. Uh, would be a really compelling pitch man uh, for mm-hmm. a lot of different things. So let's talk about, you know, what I think, I think when you, when you start one of these meetings, you always talk about like, Hey, what, what drives you, Billy, what motivates mm-hmm. you? Like what really speaks mm-hmm. to your soul? And then you, and then you kind of give us a list of things. And then we start just attaching you to brands that, uh, that, that kind of fit within that, you know, constellation of passions. Yeah. So Tums so, or Alka-Seltzer, like yeah. how you mentioned recent, you recently mentioned it on the show. Then, oh, you know what? I had this earlier on the show in hour one. By hour two, I'm all good. I'm all better. By Ooh. post game, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing sprints. But and is I, it the brand that I want, like, attached mm, to me? Not that I have anything mm, against Alka-Seltzer or Tums, but is that what I want my public image to be? Billy, do you use Chewy? Chewy, Ooh. like the dog, like the jog thing? The dog, yeah, the dog Well, not brand. for myself. Like, I've ordered I mean, dog for Chewy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good brand. If you, if, if, if Metalark can get, you know, sponsorships from them, it could be down. a great. Oh, wait, down. what, what if you like, what if we do like a, a commercial where you dress up like a dog, like you're yes. Billy, the dog, I'm in, and, and so you're far. getting really excited to get chewy, you know, toys and, and such, you know, I, I think that could be, then it's almost like, it's like a, you know, one of those, you know, live action movies, one of like the animated movies where you're voicing characters, except you are the character. Like you know? Wilfred, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly like that. Is Maybe that try show to... good? Should I watch that? I I couldn't tell you to be honest. Um, mm. Maybe squeak a little toy in the background every once in a while. There, yeah. You hear mm. Stan Van Gundy email go off, and then you do a little. Mm. Mm. Yep, you know the little squeaky squeak there. Mm, let's see what else. Well, you had like a plethora of like products underneath that desk, right? At one point, you had like a bunch of different like snacks for people that they wanted them, like. Like, and you were mentioning them on the air. So it's always, you know, there's your opportunity right there where it's just like, hey, do you guys want me to get you? Like, I have some really solid snacks. And then you. I think I'm too weird for, for, for sponsoring companies, though. Like, I think they would disassociate themselves from someone like me. What know? about, though? Like, what about, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum, who's doing like the apartments ads? He's like yeah. super mm-hmm. weird. You got to yeah. just find a company that wants to align with a really weird pitch man. The mafia, the mafia well, would support you 100%. You. 
I, I feel like um, Old Spice kind of ruined commercials in that sense, right? Because like Old Spice, like 10 years ago, or whatever it was, had like the really out there commercial. And then every company started doing like these commercials where it's like it seemed like you had to be high to like understand what was going on in these commercials. Mm-hmm. But every company does them now. Like Corona's doing it now with like Bad Bunny and Snoop Dogg where they're talking into shell phones. And it's like, what what are we doing? Like this feels like we're trying a little too hard here. It's gotten out of hand. Mm-hmm. It's really gotten out of hand. They should have left it at Terry Crews with those commercials like you said. And then we would have been done with it. Have you all seen the uh, the uh, is it Sprint or T-Mobile, the T-Mobile ad uh, where they play hide and seek in the desert? Have you guys seen this ad? Mm-mm. No, I'm the only person. There's yeah. like, there's like, there, 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 you can look it up. It's like a T-Mobile ad where it's like, you know, something about our service is like playing hide and go seek in a desert. And it's literally, it's a straight rip of the Geico concept that's been running for the last seven years that was not funny for the last five years. And then T-Mobile just said, we're just going to do that, but just slightly different. That's we screen that's a, share this. We screen share this on YouTube so we could all experience it together. Let me, let me, let me see if I can track it down. And then we'll then just go like send something to T-Mobile, like a, like an invoice to T-Mobile for their sponsorship on your podcast. Well, it's like an offer. It's an awful. Here it is. Hide and seek commercial. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. By the way, I'd like to I'd like to apologize to the Talking Jays podcast. I don't know if you guys uh, have an issue with me doing that. I feel like they're your friends. No, they're our friends. Shout out Jeanette. Shout out Jose. Shout out John from Miami. I told them uh, like like a couple months ago, like that I'd I'd go on the podcast with them, and like I I I'm doing this now, but I was like, we got to do like a BB 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 reunion. Like we'll bring on the two Charlies. We'll bring on Lorenzo. I have to talk elas into which i don't think i'm going to be able to but like i told them like two months ago that we were doing it i was working on it and i haven't followed up so now i feel bad because we're doing like a mini reunion right now here when i told them that we do it with them so sorry guys but we'll get lorenzo involved yeah more reunions and you know what as long as elas has not read a recipe it's okay okay so and do I love me an Ela's recipe? That's how we all came, you know, came into that contact, we, right? That's how we yeah. became friends. And we wow. Mm-hmm. By the way, you you put up like a really like nice tweet the other day um, about me. So thank you, I guess. Yeah. No, oh yeah. Well, because <laughs> because of you, I met you know some of the best friends I'll have for my entire life. Shout out Lau or after hours. Uh-huh. So let you know. Well, I don't think uh-huh. I had so much to do with that, but I appreciate the, the you know they wouldn't have Cody Calvary wouldn't have added me if it wasn't for you. So. Boom. I wouldn't be here either. You guys want to watch this commercial or what do you think? Let's, uh, let's go it. for it. Let's yeah. do it. Love this. Shot. Love it. Try. I can't hear it though. I don't think you shared audio. Yeah, I didn't. Imagining what but you saying. you don't even need to see. It's just they said like it makes as much sense. Like uh, it... you got to hear it, Charlie. Okay, here, wait, here. Uh, <laughs> right, here. All right, ready? Here. I'll, I'll just voice it over. Yeah, is that the key narrative for us? Oh, yeah, here. I'll, let me start over again. All right. <laughs> Getting a new iPhone 13 without T-Mobile makes about as much sense as playing hide-and-go-seek in the desert. And then it's just people playing hide go seek in the desert. Like that's a that's a shitty Geico ad. I, I don't know if I can curse on this podcast. That's a shitty Geico ad. And they whoever is there such just, a thing? Is there such a thing I, as a shitty Geico ad? Because I, I mean, the the one where that one guy would pose the questions: Do cats chase dogs? I loved. The, I watched probably like an hour. Like one night, I just spent an hour on YouTube watching him like 
Get that did, one. Get that. Get that one, Charlie. Did Abraham Lincoln one. ever tell a lie? And he's like, Charlie. Yeah, yeah don't. Why. We don't. We, we to, would to love point, a, a Geico sponsorship. So to yeah, your point, love you, Geico. No they such were, thing as bad ads. They yeah. were really funny. Like initially, they were really funny. And kudos to them for the initial concept. In the same way that Old Spice initially, you're like, "Whoa, I've never seen an ad like this. This is different." And then you know, a bunch of people do spinoffs, copycat versions, and it just waters down the whole concept. It's really aggravating. I did. I did not expect up about uh, a cell phone ad, ad. Yeah, cell phone like ad agencies. I don't know who I'm mad at here. Do you have a model? We're trying to get now? Billy sponsored. Yeah. Like this is not what we should be doing with these ad agencies. We shouldn't be mad at anybody. And um, what's what's the deal? Do I need to? Do, so are we out on the idea of Lorenzo's triplet Instagram? Yeah, what oh. happened? With oh that? yeah, yeah. I I messaged I, I met I messaged him about like like three or four pictures to start off with, and he never got back to me. <laughs> Can you wait, share yeah. one with us? Uh, wait a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is this? What no, is this the, idea? Oh, you don't know about this? So we oh, we had. I think you were part oh, okay. of this, Charlie, but maybe not. Where we came up with an idea where Lorenzo should have an Instagram um like some influencers that are like the whatever rodriguez twins right but we're like oh but there's already rodriguez twins so we should have lorenzo be the rodriguez triplets. i forgot we said he should be like the ball brothers yeah <laughs> His own zone. But it was like that was like idea. it was what like was the idea that we give lorenzo where it's like a, a decent idea but he needs to execute on it and then does it and then it just goes to die but originally it was like zo you just gotta take Every time you take a picture, have three outfits and do different poses and then Photoshop yourself in with yourself <laughs> and pretend that there's three of you and call it the Rodriguez triplets. Well, that was like uh, when we, uh, you know, the beginning of, of, of you know, pan the pandemic, we were all in quarantine and we'd have like the staff Zoom meetings and Lorenzo recorded a video of himself Amazing. vacuuming his living room behind himself and then made that his virtual background. So then he was like in a meeting of like 40 people, none of whom were paying attention to his background and, you know, was sitting, not saying anything. And it's just him on camera and behind him is, is Lorenzo alternate dimension vacuuming his house. And he was like, so bummed. He's like, you guys didn't see my background. Like, no, on that thing for like 10 minutes. And then we're like out on with our day, all that work, all that work. It's amazing. Amazing. Er, er, so early funny. pandemic Lorenzo was uh, was one of the great shows because like he leaned uh, to your point Charlie he leaned into the to the zoom culture so much like we'd have these we'd have these 40 person zooms at the end of it uh the, like the final thing would be like does anyone else have anything to share oh, no. and then every single <laughs> time Lorenzo would unmute and like tell a fun fact or ask what was going on in people's day <laughs> <laughs> or just say some very nice pleasant thing and it led to zero response his kindness oh, was just man. met with boredom for 60 consecutive days poor guy when does lorenzo not lean into like uh the, the the thing of the moment or like a culture to use your phrase like i feel like he leans into everything and then just immediately gets ridiculed which i'm he's starting to feel post, bad about is he a wordle guy is he a big wordle guy uh, uh what uh, uh yes i believe so isn't lorenzo I, a wordle guy I don't know. I see Lorenzo every single day, which it's a delight. I, I, he's I'm the best. Jealous. I, wow. Honestly, like I, I miss our podcast so much to catch up, but I just get a, getting a sprinkle of Zoe daily is amazing. But we're at this weird thing with Lorenzo wherever, like he wants to have heart to hearts. And anytime he, he's like, I want you to share with me about your life. 
And then he just takes one sentence of whatever I'm saying and it just flips it and it becomes a 40 minute <laughs> conversation about his life yeah. where I just sort of tune out. Um, so oh, I just ended up frying Zoe anyway. Sorry, Zoe. I love you. <laughs> Zeej. Oh, Zeej. Which is your favorite Zoe character that he's come up with? For Zobot. Stupid things. Zobot. 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 Oh, Zoe. <laughs> Actually, Jigzo was so good. Jigzo was oh, really good. Oh, God damn. But Jigzo was the best because of his timing issues. <laughs> well, Zobot, the, the one episode of the challenge pod where he legitimately did not know whether or not the voice modulator was on mm -hmm. or off. And he was doing, he was doing Jigzo. <laughs> he was doing Jigzo. I was about to mention that. Yeah. And he's like, should I not, should I not do this? <laughs> <It's, laughs> he was doing that. like a robot voice with mm -hmm. no modulator. And then he's switching to a regular voice with a robot modulator. I'm, trying to, think, I'm trying to think, Charlie, <laughs> when he was Jigzo, because I think I had to edit out a bunch of those questions that he asked. Oh, was there, so he bad. was asking such inappropriate questions. <laughs> Ones that were like far too serious. What? That he had one where he was like roasting Gandhi or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't remember if that stayed in exactly. or not, but he had such inappropriate questions. We're like, no, no, Jigsaw, you can't ask that. <laughs> so I have such a good heart and such horrible judgment. <laughs> it's amazing. I, uh... oh, Speaking man. of which, other Zoe, what, what are you up to? You seem like we're boring you. Sick I'm, I'm watching it. I'm watching a heat game, but I'm also enjoying this conversation. Are they winning or losing? We're losing, bro. 71-62. Uh, is Cortez at the game? He never goes to the games. When he goes, he leaves early. Yeah, mm. is at the game, though. I saw he's working the game, right? Well, do, do you know if Dan's going to interview or, or do something with him this week? I have no idea. I'd well, say he no. Needs, he needs to be on a South Beach Sessions or something. He's like very close to... To the entire group. I'm writing that down underneath Chewy sponsorship. Mm. Oh, yeah, so Dono needs to be on South Beach sessions. We could not mm. agree more. I also had Andrew Bynum in the summer house. Mm. Mm. Charlie, do you uh, know about Summer House or no? Yeah. Uh, Charlie, what can is, you watch five seasons house? of Summer House? <laughs> yeah. Just give it five seasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I like what what do you got? I'm watching Yellowstone right now. That's not a reality oh, TV lame. show. Which Joe? So I'll tell you what. Uh, my wife is watching. Uh, she's rewatching One Tree Hill for the third time in, in this last calendar year. Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't understand why. But yeah, I'm not really. I don't. I don't get enough. I don't get any reality TV. So I, I, I'm a little to no use on this podcast. So um, can we you... pitch you on Summer House? Can we yeah. see if you'll get in? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a perfect way to I, to wrap this I think, up. I think Charlie that you one wouldn't enjoy watching it, but two could also be a cast member. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. This All right. Is, so just give me the elevator it takes pitch place on okay. the Hamptons. Yeah. Montauk. Okay. So, house with friends. I'm, I'm in. Still in. You know, Manhattan Bros getting way too drunk on the weekend and then having to work a job but it's it it okay. became it jumped the shark and now they're just influencers who just live in this house and lots of seltzer top. iced teas yes Ooh. that that like you know you're not sure if like hey are we all forking out the money for this or, or like what's what's the deal with that like like that's a lot of like our own product we're buying but sorry continue charlie continue with the pitch that's about it so okay, it's just, just it's just what are they finance bros or are they they're all like, good looking to you 
So one they're of influencers them, now, but did it start with finance, bro? The, like the main guy is an entrepreneur. Yes, serial who entrepreneur. Had, ah, who has multiple failed ventures and ultimately landed on his uh, hard seltzer line, Lover Boy, which mm-hmm. has taken off. And then his also best- a founder of Bird Dogs. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. They, that's, you know, they, they are something. Those bird dogs guys. Yeah. Did he really start them? Yeah. Did he yeah, sell one of the bird dogs guys? I, I think he's still involved. You should include that in the DM to him. You yeah. can, you can get yeah. sponsored by bird yeah. dogs, Billy. Okay. Yeah. You'd be a big bird dogs guy. Ooh, or lover boy. This is, this is your chance now. He already liked the tweet. Yeah. No, you can no. do, you can do, you can do both. Get a little two for one. Cut him a little deal. Mm-hmm. Looking at the bird dogs right now. They have they have liners in the shorts, so you don't have to wear underwear. I don't Ooh, know. Bird dogs by Billy Gill. The Billy mm-hmm. Gill bird dog. Ooh, the alliterations. Like there. I like that. Mm-hmm. The, the Billy birds. Ooh. Ooh. I'm a big dog guy, though. That's the thing. Yeah, you are a big dog guy. Don't you ever forget it. You know, the other day, Charlie, um, I was I was cleaning out and getting rid of like old clothes, yeah. and I ran into the one of the big dog shirts that you gave me, and I was like, "Did you dump it? <laughs> Did you give it away?" No, I was like, I looked at it, and I was like, "I just can't. I don't have the heart to get rid of this. I need to keep this. I got to keep this shirt. Am I gonna wear it a lot? Probably not, but I got to keep this shirt." Was it the Hawaiian shirt? No, I, I that one I think is at my parents' house. This one was like the uh, like like dry fit type shirt. That yes, that yes, has yes. A big yes. dog on it and like neon <laughs> green on the blue. It's uh, something. I else. still occasionally wear my uh, Charlie Hume edition big dog soccer jersey. How did you get uh, in with orange big dogs? orange I camo? Get it. I just I just started DMing the big dogs account repeatedly. That, yeah, that should this should tell you the level of expertise you're bringing to your uh, promoting sponsorships here. I just I just incessantly would DM the big dogs count until finally some guy responded and was like, "What's your deal, dude? Do you want a shirt?" I think it was. I think <laughs> the, the initial the, the big in was I sent him picture and video of you on the show wearing it, and then he was like, "Oh, we got something here." And then that and then we wore it in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and it was like a big hit. It was it was a big dog's hit, but yeah, that was that. And then they sent us like soccer jerseys. That was a good time, man. So this is yeah, time. this is the kind uh, of effort we need to put in for Billy to get him sponsored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to wear someone down to get him sponsored. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think that's we, just yeah. You just gotta but, annoy people. Yeah. Let's start bombard them. Yeah. Should, are the are there, their DMs aren't open on on Twitter, but are the DMs open on Instagram for? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I try to respond to one of Paige's uh, things on, on a uh, on Instagram. So, I think we could. I think you can get in there somehow, like messaging them yeah. that way. Maybe through I, Instagram. Can, can I just sponsors I, here? I don't like Craig on page. No, no, Craig. No. When you have Andrea sitting there, sweet, exactly. sweet Andrea. Are Craig Thank and you. Uh, the other guy? What's the other guy's name from Southern? Charm Austin. Yeah. Are yeah. they just like two rich dudes? Like, what's their what's their appeal? I don't get uh, it. So, so Craig is a pillowpreneur. He has What's a. Uh, he had a devastating breakup on Southern Charm and started sewing, and then he started making pillows and has God. opened a uh, a pillow store in Charleston, South Carolina. That apparently so has lines he, out the door. So he comes from money because yeah, that is yeah. The he's a fucking he's, job I've ever. Heard. He's a lax girl from Delaware <laughs> who uh, <laughs> definitely. 
and the other dude's just a is just like a, a rich douchebag charlie the, the, these guys like you went to college as did i with like everyone who was on southern charm just people like you know people from college of charleston or unc or vandy who have just a distorted sense of self uh of self self or of like who they are and mm-hmm. think of themselves as like all time like you know Coors light lotharios but but billy has a, just such a good point though because it's like you got you got the beautiful italian man right there and you got carl right there all the time too and these two mm. guys that seemed like a missed opportunity that carl and page oh i wanted that to happen Patriot. so bad mm. yeah you know what happened with uh well are you, are you watching the the current season i am how yeah what happened with him and the uh his girlfriend that's, that's on this season because they broke up like obviously since he's with Lindsay. I have I have no the Hitman Lindsay thing is a bit like like so once I once I caught up I'm like okay now I can follow them all on social media and then it was just like a whole new world of information hitting me all at once. But where did this blonde girl that he's been dating and like super in love with what happened to her? I was trying uh, to figure out the same I thing mean, myself too because I was like this looks like it's right up Carl's alley like this is what he's always typically maybe wanted. He's now clean. So uh, like, but Charlie Carl does this on every season. Literally every season, he has a random date with someone who's not on the show that was definitely set up by production to give him like a love interest because he's Kyle's best friend and they need to keep him interesting. None of the there's no way any of these are real dates. Mm. Sorry, that's, no, that's, like that's a really a, that's, cold no, that's water a good, on all of that's this, a good that's just how I actually feel about it. No, can it I did. T- yeah, can it I did. Tell you a, a Zoe insult that he just texted me because he's venting <laughs> about something on Paramount Plus. And he just... oh God. Yes, please. I have to go after this. So hit me with the Zoe insult. <laughs> I have to eat. My wife's mad at me now. It uh, <laughs> the the big punchline to this joke is about Paramount Plus. More like Paramount minus. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Now read that in the Zobot voice. I love him. <laughs> I can uh, picture the cadence everything. This has been the Cutthroat Cast. Thank you for joining us at Kravitz 17 at Billy Gill. Charlie Hume, I forget what your Twitter handle is. It doesn't I, matter. I, yeah, it doesn't matter. Get, get uh, Bojang, at Bojangles, at, at uh, Loverboy, yeah. at Bird Dogs. At Big Dogs. At Big Dogs. At Big Dogs. At Patty from Cut. Big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. At Pal Crisol. At Cutthroat Cast. Follow us there. Thank you guys for joining us. It was a pleasure. At Lorenzo, or at uh, M- at Alonzo, Loren. This guy. Alonzo, Alonzo, Zoe Al- Forms. Alonzo. Okay. Do you not know him? I I don't I don't know who this is at all. I don't know <laughs> Yo, I, who this guy is. No, I, 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 mean, I got one. Yeah. Um, I was told Lorenzo. Can... I, I was told the other Zoe. I thought the other Zoe was going to be added to here. So th- this is who we got instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before. Like I, <laughs> Alonzo, I just kept just get added places. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm like, Billy's gonna be there. I'm there, bro. Is Lorenzo? I think Lorenzo like sent him in his place. Like we no, said, Lorenzo. The... <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, I honestly was wondering like who brought on fake Zoe. That's why I just. Oh, you didn't I had, know how he ended up here. I had no idea who 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 this guy was this entire time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's an incredible idea yeah. for this. <laughs> Good job, Patty. Oh, thanks, Zoe. Bye. I love chaos. Bye. Hey.